Hey, Heartbreakers, welcome to the first bonus episode of this weird like middle period between me preparing for this fourth season and I'm um, just putting out some content. I'll have this episode up for this week and then next week I have an episode I'm really excited about with this mental health professional that I am kind of obsessed with. Anytime like I want to dive deeper on a topic, I always go to her YouTube videos. So we are going to be talking about quote unquote daddy issues. Um, um, next week. I, I know. I, it's gonna be a big episode. Lexi's here with me, by the way. Also, I know I've been talking a lot about a potential breakup breakdown brunch in Atlanta. I'm putting that on hold for a little bit because we've had some issues with the venue. I'm anticipating something in August. If you're interested in coming, I am gonna link that interest form. And when I have more details, I am gonna email y'all and let y'all know if you plan on coming. But anyway, this is a fun thing that we do every season. If you're new to the podcast, every season, there's a bunch of different submissions that I can never get answers to. Either people don't want to come on the podcast or they record with me and then they back out at the last minute or they just don't respond to me. And so I always think it's fun to go through those submissions and kind of come up with our own conclusions or just kind of laugh at the absurdity at some of these like crazy submissions because some of them are pretty wild. I mean, let's do it. Let's do it. We I had some weird influencer experiences this year. It won't be like this for season four. For season three, I was really striking out a lot with like submissions. So I was getting a lot of submissions from like influencers and people I found on TikTok. And so for this season, I had reached out to an influencer that had a very viral, I don't want to give too much information, but she canceled a wedding. And I was really excited about this episode potentially happening, but due to like legal issues, she couldn't come on. So if you follow me on Instagram, you probably saw me tease that a lot. And you're probably like, oh my gosh, who was it? A lot of people thought it was Alex Earl. It wasn't Alex Earl. It was somebody else. And unfortunately, we couldn't get her on. I also had a very bizarre experience with this one influencer who, again, had another viral breakup on TikTok. It was so weird. We did our screening call where I got the information and she was like so down to come on the podcast. And then I like kept reaching out to her. I was like, hey, like, when do we when do you want to record? At one point, she just responded yes. And I was like, okay, but like what date? And then she just ghosted. It was so bizarre. So weird. But okay, so here's the first submission. And I did get in contact with this person, but they were uninterested in coming on. Well, I got ghosted. So I'm assuming they were uninterested. So this submission says, so I knew two people who were like the it couple of our college campus. They had been dating for years and even got engaged at Disney. Everyone aspired to be like them and everyone seems super happy. Lexi, you're a Disney adult. Is it your dream to get enga engaged at Disney? Absolutely not. Everybody asks me this. I don't want to get engaged there. I just think that like, if, well, I mean, you, you would hope that it would last. It, I just think it's tacky, to be honest with you. Like not, no state people who get engaged at Disney, but I like to Dis Disney too much. So I think it would be tacky for me. I think if it's like, first time Disney experience as a couple, Disney's not a big part of your life, like then I think it's sweet. But the only place I would ever get engaged in Disney would be Disneyland Paris because it's Paris. Okay, so they seem super happy. Apparently, they were homecoming king and queen and super involved in their Greek life. They took cute vacations. She was the sweetheart of his fraternity. And then all of a sudden, they break up out of nowhere. There's so many rumors that it was one person who cheated and then somebody else revenge cheated. And now 
She's dating one of his other fraternity brothers. He still has all the pictures up, but she doesn't. But here's the real tea. He was just charged with eight counts of voyeurism after hiding a secret camera in a gym restroom and filming. I had to Google what voyeurism is because I'm stupid. Apparently, it's the practice of gaining sexual pleasure from watching others when they're naked or engaged in sexual activity, which makes you wonder what kind of gym he was <laughs> What kind of gym was this? So uh, this person said they're interested to see what all she knew about him and if his creepy tendencies had anything to do with the breakup. I got in contact with her and then I got ghosted. But maybe, you know what, maybe I'll follow up. Maybe I'll say, hey, babe, want to come on? Like, I know you've been thinking about it for like six months, but let's make it happen. What do you think happened? I don't know. So here's the thing. I've been doing this podcast long enough to know that there's always something in the beginning of the relationship that people ignore that ends up coming out in the end. So I know there had to have been red flags here. Do I think she knew that he was some creep? I don't know. Maybe he had some kind of like kink. Maybe they would like have sex and film it and like that was his thing. And then when they broke up, maybe he needed like another outlet. I don't know. Maybe porn wasn't good enough for him. Yeah, I mean, either that or... The breakup made him crazy. That could be another side of it. So I see this often. It's like the person who gets in the relationship first after. So like they always say that the healthy person heals mm-hmm. and the toxic person gets into a new relationship right away. And the fact that it was like a frat brother and stuff like that, I don't know. Maybe he's got like this weird new kink thing because he's just so crazy after the breakup. You know, like sometimes breakups turn people to do crazy things. The guess is either she either cheated on him, made him to go nuts, and now that's why he's acting out. Or yeah, he the signs you the signs you ignore at the beginning of the relationship end up being the reason you break up in the end. Yeah. So instead of jumping into a new relationship, he started into a he started a new weird relationship with the law. Literally. My thing is, I don't think getting charged with eight counts of voyeurism would just come out of nowhere. I think this guy had probably been doing it for a while and then just got caught. Yeah, it's pretty aggressive. I also didn't know what that meant. So thank you for looking it up. But eight is pretty aggressive. It'd be like one thing if it's like one or two, but eight almost shows that like maybe she knew about it and needed to get out. Yeah. Always got to turn to Google to to let us know about the big words we don't know. Literally. Okay. This next submission says, huge fan of the podcast, by the way. Thank you. Appreciate your support. Please keep me anonymous. But my freshman year college roommate and her boyfriend have been together for about five years. It was breaking news last summer because they got engaged at 19. I actually saw her at a party last week and I thought it was odd that she was flirting with other guys. Well, I checked her Instagram today and there were no pictures of them. The engagement post is gone. This couple was always wild to hear about. I think it'd be so interesting. Love you, bae. I thought that was sweet. Thanks. Thanks. Love you, chat. Here's the thing. Getting engaged at 19 while you're in college, it's one thing if you're getting engaged for religious reasons or cultural reasons and that's like what you were raised in i get it when people who are brought up in the mormon culture get married super young like that makes sense to me but when i hear like it's just a regular college relationship and they're 19 and getting engaged to me something seems a little weird like did he give her a promise ring and she thought it was an engagement ring and he's like oh well fuck it i'll go with this like sure we're engaged and then maybe a normal breakup happened yeah maybe that i i always think you you want religion right away and i think that all the time when i hear of young things i also think you know sometimes people put engagement as like a wow factor in a relationship like you know like maybe maybe they had to save something i have a friend who recently got out of an engagement but they had like a really rocky relationship for a little while and the engagement like quote unquote saved them and then 
then they ended up breaking up down the line. Something big could have been going on, especially in college. Like there's all this animosity in college about growing apart. You know, like me and my ex fought a lot junior year because we were like going different paths in life. You know, we were starting to talk about the future and after college and things like that. We put so much emphasis on our relationship that eventually it broke us apart. So they might have gotten engaged to be like, you know what, like it's at the point where we got to make some big decisions for after college and we want to stay together. And then it didn't work out that way. Yeah, it's always crazy when people turn to the Band-Aid method, like whether it's getting engaged or having a baby to save the relationship. If the baby one for real, like maybe, maybe bringing a new child into the world would make this better. Like I get it. Like it makes sense on paper, but in reality, it just adds more pressure to the relationship. And so I think sometimes that's good because maybe that pressure is what you need to actually break off that relationship. But dude, at 19, getting engaged to fix what I'm sure were just childish relationship issues. Yikes. You know, it's like a lot of people, unfortunately, I say all the time, like, I hope when I get engaged and get married, it is permanent. But unfortunately, those things are not permanent. Nothing is permanent. You know, and a lot of people say like, oh, if I put a ring on it, then it's like finally permanent. It's like, no, it's not. Breakups happen. Break off of engagements happen. Divorce happens. Sometimes that Band-Aid, you know, it, it's going to get ripped. And when it does, it's going to hurt. This next submission says, so this high profile couple, they were like madly in love throughout college, hosting every day and everyone knew they were together and happy. So on their anniversary, the boy posted three to five Instagram slide stories wishing her a happy anniversary saying how much he loves her. And then this girl posted nothing. She was living in blank city at the time. And I was going there to visit my boyfriend at the time. And this boy was in the same frat as my boyfriend. So we were friendly and he was telling me how he was going to this city for spring break. But then Valentine's Day was like a week or two after the anniversary. And the girl posted on Valentine's Day a solo thirst trap picture. So we were all confused. Then he ended up not going to that city on a spring break trip, obviously. He never spoke about it. Neither did she. Nobody knows what happened. We need to know. This was major tea for our small college campus. <laughs> I love the use of high profile couple. Like this is Brandalina. Funny because they're always like the groundbreaking couple, like in all three of these scenarios. Well, it's also interesting because it sounds like the girl broke things off in this scenario. And I feel like a lot of the stories that I have, it's always like the man doing the woman wrong if it's a hetero relationship. So how do you feel about couples who are like so posty on social media? Because I always thought if you're so over really posty on social media, you're not truly happy. Well, if it's like overkill, because you know what my biggest pet peeve is with couples that are in relationships, like when they share a photo and I get this feeling like when you take a photo of your bae and you think, damn, they look so good and you decide to share that with the rest of your Instagram feed, that's for you. Keep right. that for you. It almost feels like, I don't know, it, it, if it feels like a personality trait, it's too much. Yeah, I feel like if it's like, you know, a hard launch and I feel like if it's like here and there or like an announcement or you did something, you know, but the people who are constantly posting like just want to throw an appreciation post out there or just want to me and my act, I would give her crap all the time because she never posted me. She never posted me. She never posted me. We got in a big argument one time and I go to work and I open my phone and there's a big post about me. Thanks. Thankful for this one for sticking to me through all the ups and the downs. I'm happy it was you. And it just felt like too little too late. Hmm. You know, 
some people's love languages are like to be bragged about and to post. And sometimes it's like, you know, my ex never posted me because she was always so fucking sketchy. But like, sorry for the swear words. But yeah, that's the thing. It's like, I always say like, you know, they can't be that happy if they're posting about each other that much. Mm. Oh, yeah. Because d- confidence is quiet. Mm-hmm. Hear that. are loud. Insecurities are loud, man. I know we we steal a lot of these quotes, but we are, we are the queens of the quotes when it comes to this podcast. We are the Socrates of dating and relationships podcast aka AKA just stealing pinterest quotes and then them as our own yeah just provide instagram feed and later you'll see them all in your in your scrolling journeys okay this next submission said hi a girl i knew in high school ended up marrying her high school sweetheart they had been dating for years before they decided to get married she posted pictures of all their wedding photos the bridal shower the bachelorette she then announced after the wedding that she was pregnant right after the wedding Mm -hmm. about a year after they had their son all of the wedding photos were gone and her husband had deleted all of his social media and she created a new facebook page she also posted a tiktok video of her chugging a drink that said she couldn't believe she was gonna be a single mom it's just so crazy because they seem like such a good couple and no one seems to know what happened damn that's so sad it is really sad i don't know growing up i always thought the idea of a high school sweetheart was like so sweet but like my mom actually is a big like advocate on like dating multiple people before you settle down like my mom tells me all the time like i have a couple of friends who are i should say one of my closest friends is like engaged to like her first ever boyfriend and stuff like that and you know me and her argue a lot when it comes to me venting about my dating life mm-hmm. and my voice says she just doesn't have experience she just doesn't have experience and you know it's crazy to me because my my parents have been married for like almost 40 years and i always just like shrug my mom off when she like says stuff and she's like well i dated around a bunch before I met your father like what do you mean and she's like I think that that's important my mom got married really young and she says all the time she's like I love your dad but like do I wish that like I would have had like all these experiences she's like I think it's important to like date multiple people and you know so I think about that all the time because unfortunately you do hear a lot of like these high school sweetheart situations that fall apart I know it's sad. I was running a a high school youth group for like junior girls and I would always just tell them because they would be so desperate to get into relationships. I'm like, you know, if you want to date a guy and, you know, if you want to call him your boyfriend, that's fine. But it's not the end all be all. Like you guys have no idea what the next, like when you leave high school and you go to college, the amount of people available to you quadruples, even more than quadruples. To be fair, I had amazing taste in high school and the people I had crushes on in high school, like would I still date them to get today absolutely but i don't regret the freedom that i was able to have in college and the experiences that i had i lived in different cities in college and like dated guys from texas guys from new york and that's a really unique experience that i feel like you do miss out on when you do marry your high school sweetheart going back to the submission it's so sad to me that they were going to commit their lives to each other they got married so it looks like they've gotten divorced going from thinking you are going to spend the rest of your life with the only love you've ever known from high school i mean to re learn if you're dating, relearn how to date and also learn how to parent a child by yourself. I can't even fathom how hard that must have been. Yeah. And that's the thing, too. It's like when you do grow up with someone and, you know, you either grow together or you grow apart and you don't realize you're growing apart when it's happening. And like a lot of people, you know, heard of a lot of successful relationships that are like, you know, like we became our own people, but like we're still, you know, like my best friend married her husband. They've been together for seven years and she's one of those girls where like you wouldn't know she was in a relationship, not because she's like sleeping around and doing crazy stuff. She's just so secure in herself that it's like very like, you know, 
now she's not very like flashy about her man. He's great too. And like they've had like a really great relationship. But again, it's like you take a lot of your life away for these relationships. And now like you have a kid to raise on your own without feeling like you grew up. Okay, next submission. My friend and I love your podcast. Thank you. And wanted to submit a story about one of our friends from high school. It's a possible breakup, divorce, but our friend's always been a little dramatic. So we want there to be something there. So our friend married her now ex-husband a couple years after high school. I attended the wedding and at the end, they announced that they had actually gotten married a year ago to the day. And this was just a vow renewal. Only their parents knew. None of the other family and friends, including the bridal party, knew about the first wedding. They had three or four additional wedding receptions after they got home for people who weren't invited to the vow renewal. Her now ex-husband was a model at Hollister in the mall. Oh, damn. That's how you knew he was fine. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Chosen to model for Hollister Abercrombie. That was like... That was A-list high school material. So apparently that's how they think they met. So he lived mostly off um, settlement money from a bounce house incident. What? Oh my gosh. After she graduated from college, they moved in with her parents. And um, at some point she stopped posting him and changed her name on Facebook to her maiden name. They still did sometimes tag each other on Facebook memes, but there was no information about their status as a couple. Not too long later, she posted pictures of a different guy and announced their engagement soon after. They had just had a small wedding in Hawaii and seemed to be happy, but we want to know what happened in the time between husbands. You know what the weirdest part about this submission is to me? Is about the the- get over the bounce and continue. <laughs> I know. I still want to know what happened in the bounce house. I'm so- I was modeling a bounce house. What's interesting to me here is that they clearly had some kind of separation when she changed her Facebook name to her maiden name, but they still tagged each other in Facebook memes. First of all, props to you guys for being the nosiest mofos for seeing that. But second, if they were separated and they're still tagging each other in memes, it must have been somewhat amicable, which is amazing. Somewhat amicable. But the thing that's confusing me here is like, why didn't they tell anybody they were married? Maybe religious reasons. Maybe they like just wanted to get it over with and then like have a wedding. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe she needed the settlement money. (laughs) (laughs) What? We need to know. Honestly, who cares about the divorce? What happened in the bounce house? What happened in the bounce house? I'll report back. If I call you and say we need an emergency bonus episode, it's because I have the answer. Perfect. Perfect. Okay, this next submission says, this girl I went to high school with went away for college and her and her boyfriend slash husband posted a lot on social media. They got married, had a baby. They posted a lot together. And then I noticed that she stopped tagging him in photos and he was no longer in her group family photos. Well, his sister passed away. Sorry to hear that. And when they read the obituary, he's listed, but she is not listed as his spouse. What? Mm -hmm. What a way to announce a divorce. Is that normal though? Like, are you normally supposed to list maybe that's why i reached out <laughs> and she was like what are you talking about like i'm still married okay so his sister passed yeah wouldn't it say like loving sister of and not necessarily no i feel like i mean when my grandpa passed all like like my brother's wife was listed yeah so maybe that's why i di- I, I don't read a lot of obituaries surprisingly <laughs> like it wasn't like his first granddaughter so but she was listed i don't know i don't really know maybe i don't because here's the thing it could be a total just like oh we don't need to put her in there but also it could be quite the way to not announce it because i don't see it as an announcement but it it would be the first time in some writing. Was she at the funeral? Maybe she died too. No, I'm just kidding. Oh my God. 
We don't wish that on her. Next submission. So there's this girl and she dated this guy for a couple months, got engaged and then later married and then divorced. She started dating a new guy and then they got engaged and then they broke off their engagement. And now she's dating a whole new guy, which spoiler alert, she then got engaged to. This was fun. I remember I was messaging this person and when the submission came in, she had not been engaged. And then I got an email from this person. They were like, wait, she just got engaged to this third person. So it's literally three engagements, one submission. My God, I don't know what I would do. I hope to only get engaged one time. I can't even get a man to agree to a third date. And this this chick is out here just like collecting rocks like infinity stones. Is it a red flag to you if you started dating someone and he was engaged? If I was dating someone who was engaged, absolutely. Well, no, not engaged, but like previous. <laughs> um, if it was once, that to me isn't a red flag. If it was like two times, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting a little suspicious there. I guess it's definitely different with guys. Like, I feel like if I was dating guys, I'd be like, well, you're the one who keeps asking. My friend just broke off her engagement and she's really struggling because she's dating this new guy and she doesn't want to tell him that she's been previously engaged. And she's like so nervous about it. She's like, that's like a major red flag. And I'm like, isn't it? No, I don't think so because when my mom met my dad she had just broken off an engagement and I feel like that's pretty common like I don't know about you but I have found about so many family members previous marriages previous engagements like at at my age now 26 and so I think it's just I think it's more common than people realize to break yeah, my dad was previously engaged your dad was previously engaged mm-hmm. and it's crazy because when you see these photos on social media like it feels so permanent like it almost feels like they might as well have posted their marriage license and you know them on their honeymoon that's how permanent it feels okay next submission i worked with this guy but i have no idea what happened on social media these two got together and seemed super happy when he proposed he wrote that he asked her dying father for her hand and he approved him to propose days before he passed away a few months later all the pictures are down and they aren't together anymore dude do you think i hate <laughs> Do you think the dad from the grave is like, I need to fuck up this relationship somehow? As bad as it sounds, some people do rush things as this is going to sound horrible because of a dying parent. I have a set of friends who just got engaged. Her mom died the morning after they got engaged. And she literally said, like, you knew you knew you had to bring it and like you you brought it. So like sometimes people feel the pressure of being like, oh, well. I want to get married before so-and-so goes. I want to get married before so-and-so goes. Like my cousin and his wife like rushed their marriage so that my grandpa could see them go down the aisle. So they are. But I mean, sometimes there's the pressure of that. No, I think that's totally fair. I mean, I mean, I have I had friends who were going to get married no matter what, but their parent recently passed. But they were like, we need to get married like ASAP because we want our our parents to be there and we don't know if they will be in in six months. And it turns out like that was the case. So, yeah, I think it's I think it is. uh, It definitely puts the pressure on things. So but thank God, like it's better to find out before you sign the marriage license than after. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Next submission. Okay, this couple had been together since middle school. Everyone was jealous of their relationship all through high school. He was the super attractive, smart, all-star athlete. She was the genius, genuine, and funny, popular girl. She wanted to be in a lawyer, and he an accountant. Wow, this is like, she said she's a skater boy. She said she, except instead of them one being like a baddie and one's like a good girl, they're like, these are like the most vanilla people you've ever met. No, I'm just kidding. I'm sure they're wonderful. Um, they decided to go to the same college to stay close together. He accepted a serious scholarship there. Everything seemed great. And then sometime in late insert year here, they announced their engagement and everyone was like, oh my gosh. 
Finally, I was never super close with them, but I was hoping I could make it to the wedding because everybody loved this couple. Then one day in late 2022, she posted on her Snap story a picture of her niece wearing a t-shirt that said something like, my mom's taken, but my auntie is a hot, smart, and single gal. My jaw hit the floor. I went to check their Instas and they both deleted pictures together. Remember, they've been together for a decade and she changed her bio to... If you're gonna be stupid, you better be tough. At this point, I'm losing my mind, but I'm not close enough to either of them to ask what happened. Damn, not close enough to ask what happened, but close enough to go to the wedding. Very interesting, very interesting relationship here. But there's a lot to unpack in that one. I know, I'm really bummed about this one because if it's one of those couples that everybody loved and everybody seemed, it seemed like it was a really healthy relationship. Because it's one thing if like, maybe you're catching vibes from a couple just because they've been together for like a long time doesn't mean anything. But if everyone's like, oh my gosh, we love them together. It does make you wonder like if something went to went to miss. But here's the thing. If they've been together since middle school, maybe it was just as cliche as it sounds. Just them being like, wait a second. Why? Why have we never dated other people? Like what? Mm-hmm. Imagine, yeah. imagine okay. having to date for the first time, though. So they'd been together since middle school. So that would have been um, 10 years ago. So let's say that makes them like early 20s. Having to date for the first time at 22 seems terrifying. Yeah, no, I mean, like I said, my friend is who just got out of an engagement um, is dating like for the first time at 26 because she had been with this guy for nine years. Yeah. And like so confused about everything. And I told her the other day, I'm like, the new guy she's been seeing like hasn't been in a serious relationship i'm like you two are on like completely different playing field like he's used to dating around you're used to being engaged like (laughs) okay last submission i'm so nosy so thank you for this podcast i love it thank you love you anyway this gal i followed forever on twitter and instagram posted that her and her husband have split up and i want to know details they got married last summer and they posted that they split up about six months later i think she moved to another country to be with him they got engaged at Disney, hey uh, and she made lots of TikToks about wedding planning, wedding planning, and now most of the posts are gone. Please find out what happened. She is um, like a fairy tale princess, and it just seemed like the perfect relationship. The wedding planning posts for me, man, that just sucks. I don't know. It's like it's just got to be so hard. You, you, but so I do unfortunately think that a lot of engagements make things so much more serious. It puts a lot into perspective for you. A lot of people look at engagements different ways. I had a friend who first said no the first time that her and her now husband got engaged because she was like, we can't afford a wedding. But he was like, this is just the next step in our relationship. So they looked at an engagement as two different things. Oh, damn. But that game plan down to, I mean, what do you look at as engagement? Do you think it's planning a wedding or do you think it's a step in a relationship? I think it's both. I think I don't think the I think in 2023 a lot of people are reevaluating what they want to do in terms of like a wedding. Like I think it's a lot more common now for people to go to a courthouse or to elope than it was 10 years ago. And so to me, engagement means we are planning to be married. So whatever that means, whether that's planning a trip to the courthouse or planning a massive event in Boca Grande, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so I do think sometimes the wedding planning. If 
the relationship was already on rocky terms and you're planning like a big wedding in the summer at a big resort or, or whatever, it can make you feel trapped during a time where there's a lot of pressure on you and you're having to make a lot of big decisions. And I don't think it's shocking that it happened so quickly after the wedding because it was six months after because I'm sure all that tension was brewing beforehand. Absolutely. I think sometimes the wedding planning itself makes things drama. I think, yeah. the, big lesson, I think the big lesson that we've taken from this is just don't get engaged at Disney because it's not going to end well, apparently. Yeah, see, and I love Disney World. It's the happiest place on Earth. It's the happiest place on Earth. Maybe Disney Springs. Maybe outside of Disney World. Well, thank you, Lexi, for coming on. I miss you. Thanks for having me. Love to Bye. talk about you always. Of course. And I will be back next week for a breakdown bonus episode where once again, we're talking about quote unquote, I need a better word for this, but we're gonna be talking about daddy issues. I know that's like an awful word. I hate it, but everybody knows what it means. So I'm just gonna keep saying it till we come up with a new word. All right. I'll see you whenever you decide to tune in next. Yeehaw.